Hey, good morning. Thank you so much for joining us for our Word of the Day. This morning, as we continue through the book of Exodus, we're going to look at Exodus chapter number 24. Now, in Exodus chapter 24, of course, the previous chapters, God has spoken through Moses to the children of Israel, and he has begun to give them the law. He's given them the Ten Commandments and some of the basic laws that God expects them to live by as his people. In Exodus 24, he invites Moses and Aaron and the leaders of Israel up on the mountain to meet with him, uh, but only Moses is allowed to go into his presence. He's inviting Moses and the leaders of Israel into closer fellowship with him. Look at verse number 1. And he said unto Moses, Come up unto the Lord, thou and Aaron and Nahab and Abihu, and seventy of the elders of Israel, and worship ye afar off. So he's inviting Moses and the leaders to come closer to God than the nation of Israel and to worship him. Now, the leaders still aren't allowed into God's presence, but they're allowed a little closer to worship God from afar. Now, it kind of makes you wonder why God is allowing the leaders closer, but not the entire nation of Israel. Well, the leaders are those who God has called to help him lead the nation of Israel into worship with him. And they've accepted this call. And what this tells us is when God calls us to worship him or serve him and we accept his invitation, he invites us into closer fellowship with him. And God has called everybody to worship and serve him. We, we kind of have this idea in modern Christianity that serving God is only for the preachers and the missionaries and the church leaders, but it's not. It's for every single child of God. We are all called ministers of God. We are all servants of God. So everyone who's ever accepted Christ and his death, burial, and resurrection as payment for their sin, they are invited into a close fellowship relationship with God. But we have to accept that. We have to accept the invitation to draw near to God. Now, while the leaders were invited closer to God, only Moses was allowed into his presence. Look at verse 2. And Moses alone shall come near the Lord, but they shall not come up nigh, neither shall the people go up with him. Now, this is because earlier on in Exodus, God had wanted to speak directly to the entire nation. Now, the entire nation has seen God's presence and God's power they saw God, of course, work through the, the ten plagues in Israel. They saw God part the Red Sea and lead them through. They've seen God give them water from a rock. They've seen God give them manna from heaven. They've seen the presence of God in the pillar of cloud and the pillar of fire, but they haven't directly spoken to God. And so God, when he gets them to Mount Sinai, he wants to speak to the entire nation, but they refuse. They're too scared of God to listen to him. So now God says, well, I'm only going to allow certain people to come afar off, but only Moses is allowed to come into my presence. Because remember back in Exodus 3, when God spoke to Moses out of the bush, Moses didn't refuse the invitation to have a relationship and a conversation with God. See, God is calling all of us into an intimate, personal relationship with him, but the closeness of that relationship or the access we have to God in that relationship is based on our response to his invitation to have that relationship. Our acceptance of God's invitation to a relationship with him affects our access to God. See, there are a lot of people 
children of God who they they really have a tight relationship with God. They they know when God's speaking to them. They see God work in their life. And there's other believers who who don't. And you know, people ask, well, how come this person you know sees God work or hears God speak, but the other people don't? Because the people that hear God and experience God and feel God and see God, they and accept the invitation to draw closer to God. They're they're more than just Sunday morning Christians getting their Word of God for the week on Sunday. They're they're in the Word of God daily. They're praying to God daily. They are submitting their lives to God constantly, so God is constantly talking to them. So if you're one of the believers who are like, I just, I just don't hear God speaking to me. I don't know what's going on. It's not that God's not talking to you or God's not inviting you into a relationship with Him. It's that you're not accepting the invitation and walking with God like He wants you to. Then let's look at verses 3 and verse 7. And Moses came and told the people all the words of the Lord and all the judgments. And all the people answered with one voice and said, All the words which the Lord hath said, said, we will do. Then down in verse number 7, it says, And he took the book of the covenant and read in the audience of the people, and they said, All that the Lord hath said, we will do and be obedient. See, they quickly say, Hey, whatever God asks us to do, we'll do. Which is kind of ironic. Because Moses, he spends 40 days on Mount Sinai alone with God, and the nation of Israel down at the foot of Mount Sinai get kind of uneasy. They think he's taking too long, so they ask Aaron, say, hey, make us gods, which they had already known God said don't do. God had told them way before, don't make false idols. I'm the only God. Don't put any other gods before me. Don't have any other gods besides me. And so they quickly agreed to Moses, say, hey, we'll do whatever God says to do, but then they, they very quickly are disobedient to what God has already told them to do. See, they didn't understand really all God was asking of them. See, a relationship with God isn't just saying a quick prayer, accepting Him as your Savior, and living your life as your own. A relationship with God is accepting Him as your Savior, but also having Him as Lord of your life, where you allow God to tell you what you, what to do and what not to do, where you allow God to speak into your life and give you wisdom and guidance. And you look at God's Word and says, well, God's Word says that I should not commit adultery. And God's Word says that even looking at a woman to lust is adultery. So since God's Word says I can't look at women to lust, then I'm going to live my life in such a way where I'm not doing that. I'm not allowing myself to see things. I'm not going to those websites. I'm not allowing myself in those chat rooms. I'm setting my life up in such a way to obey the Word of God. And God's Word, it's not, it's not restrictive, it's protective. You know, when God says, hey, don't commit adultery, He's protecting your marriage. When God says, hey, don't murder, He's protecting your freedom. When God says, don't lie, He's protecting your character. See, everything that God tells us to do is given to us as a way to protect us and to guide us and to keep us safe. And Israel says, hey, we'll do everything God says, but they didn't understand that it was going to kind of limit what they wanted to do. And so they quickly agree, but then they also quickly disobey what God told them to do. Then look what the Bible says in verses 9 and 10. Then went up Moses and Aaron and Nahab and Abijah and 70 of the elders of Israel, and they saw the God of Israel, and there was under his feet, as it were, a paved work of sapphire stone, and as it were the body of heaven in his clearness, and upon the nobles of the children of Israel he laid not his hand. Also they saw God and did eat and drink. So as the leaders of Israel ascend the mountain, they see God. 
And the first thing they do is they sit down and they have a meal together. See, this is God showing us how he wants to have fellowship with us. God wants to spend time with us and enjoy an intimate fellowship relationship with us, his children. But then look what happens in verse 12. And the Lord said unto Moses, come up to me unto the mount and be there, and I will give thee tables of stone and a law of commandments which I have written that thou mayest teach them. And then skip down to verse number 18. And Moses went into the midst of the cloud to get him up into the mount, and Moses was in the mount 40 days and 40 nights. So God invites Moses higher up on the mountain, but he does more than that. He invites Moses into his presence. The Bible says that the presence of God on the mountain was like smoke and fire, and Moses is invited in to this smoke and fire to spend time face to face with God. And this is a a scary thing. And remember when Moses met God in the wilderness, he said, take off your shoes because you're on holy ground. When they get to Mount Sinai, he says, put uh, markers around the mountain so people don't even touch the mountain because if someone or an animal touches the mountain, then they're going to die. And he says, the children of Israel, you can't come into my presence. But he's inviting Moses into his presence. And it's a scary thing from the outside because you see Moses entering this, this smoky place with lightning and thunder and fire, and you're not sure what's going to happen. But God is showing us that when we accept an intimate relationship with him, there's protection, there's provision there. He's up in the mountain for 40 days and 40 nights. He doesn't have any food. He doesn't have any water. But he doesn't need anything because he's with God, who is all that he needs. And God sustains him, and God protects him, and God provides for him. While God's presence can be scary, there's protection and there's provision when we accept his invitation of a fellowship relationship with him. See, what Exodus 24 is teaching us is that God desires a relationship with every single one of his children. But we have the ability to limit that relationship by our acceptance of his invitation. Are you accepting God's invitation to spend time with him daily? You know, Jesus says that he's the bread of life and we need his, his bread daily to survive. Are we, we drinking from the springs of living water every day and casting our care upon God every day? Are we accepting his invitation of an intimate relationship or are we standing afar off, not enjoying the full protection and provision and joy that comes from a relationship with God? Thanks so much for joining us this morning for our word of the day. Join us tomorrow as we continue through the book of Exodus. Hope you have a blessed day.